Now in the following verses, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives proof of resurrection, of the certainty of the hereafter, of His oneness, of His power, of His ability, of the fact that the Qur'an is His word, and Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is His messenger. Allah says, أَفَلَمْ يَنظُرُوا Then have they not seen, meaning why are they in amazement? They think it's impossible for Allah to resurrect His creation? Have they not witnessed His amazing work? أَفَلَمْ يَنظُرُوا Have they not seen, have they not looked at إِلَى السَّمَاءِ The sky, have they not looked at the sky فَوْقَهُمْ above them كَيْفَ بَنَيْنَاهَا How we have built it بَنَيْنَاهَا بَنَيْنَا بُنْيَان What does it mean? A construction. We have built it. We have constructed it. As if this word is telling us that the sky, as if it were something solid, meaning it appears to be just air, but it is more complex and more robust than it appears to be. We think it's just air, right? It's not just air. It's far more complex than what it appears to be. Banaynaha. We have constructed, we have built the sky. And you see, when something is built, then what does it mean? Everything is measured. There's you know, a specific quantity. There's a way in which things are put together. And that's how the sky is. Yes, we don't see how it is put together. We don't see those gases and those forces. Right? But they're there. Banaynaha. وَزَيَّنَّاهَا And we have adorned it. We have beautified it. How? With stars in the night or with the moon. With the colors in the sky. With the clouds. With the sun. We have beautified the sky. Even the birds that fly are a source of beautification of the sky. وَزَيَّنَّاهَا وَمَا لَهَا مِن فُرُوجِ And it does not have any rifts. Furuj, plural of the word farj. And farj is opening between two things. Gap between two things. So it does not have any gaps, meaning any rifts. The sky, Allah has built it strong. In Surah Naba, ayah 12, Allah says, وَبَنَيْنَا فَوْقَكُمْ سَبْعًا shidada, Strong. Allah has made it beautiful with stars. In Surah Mulk, Ayah 5, وَلَقَدْ زَيَّنَّا السَّمَاءَ الدُّنْيَا بِمَصَابِيحِ With lamps. Allah has made the sky free of deficiencies. In Surah Mulk, Ayah 3, Allah says, أَلَّذِي خَلَقَ سَبْعَ سَمَاوَاتٍ طِبَاقًا مَا تَرَى فِي خَلْقِ الرَّحْمَانِ مِنْ تَفَاوُتِ فَرْجِعِ الْبَصَرَ هَلْ تَرَى مِنْ فُطُورٍ Go look, look again, far and wide, and try to find some deficiency in the sky. So then what do you think, O man? أَأَنْتُمْ أَشَدُّ خَلْقًا أَمِ السَّمَاءِ As Allah says in Surah Nazi'at, Ayah 27, that are you more difficult to create or is it the sky? You think Allah cannot recreate you? Well, Allah created the sky. What are you compared to the sky? So tiny. If Allah can create the sky, He can definitely recreate you. وَالْأَرْضَ and, and the earth مَدَدْنَاهَا Meaning have they not looked at the earth? How? مَدَدْنَاهَا We have spread it out. Madda is to extend something. To make it wide and spacious. 
And this is how the earth is, that you keep walking and you try to reach the end of the world, but you will never reach the end of the world. Why? Because it is round. Madadnaha. You know in cartoons, at least when I was young, right? A villain, you know, when they're trying to get rid of somebody, there's a big sign, end of the world. Right? I mean, they've reached the end of the world, and now they're going to throw someone into the water, and then they're off the world. Is that true? It's not true. Because no matter how much you walk, there's always more space, more distance to cover in front of you. وَالْأَرْضَ مَدَدْنَاهَا And the earth, we have spread it out. وَأَلْقَيْنَا فِيهَا رَوَاسِي And we have cast in it, we have planted in it. رَوَاسِي Firmly set mountains. Plural of the word رَاسِيَة Firmly anchored, towering mountains that stabilize the earth. And not just that. وَأَنْبَتْنَا فِيهَا And we have made to grow in the earth. أَنْبَتَ to cause something to grow. We have made to grow in the earth min kulli zawjin bahij. Every, min from kulli every zawjin. What does zawj mean? One of a pair, right? Also means type or kind. And over here since nabath are being spoken about, then type of what? Type of plant. Meaning every type of plant, min kulli zawjin, every type of plant, that is bahij. Bahij is from the root letters Bahajim. And Bahij is used for something that is beautiful, that looks happy and makes you happy. You know, for example, certain plants, they are such that you look at them and it's as if, you know, the color, the brightness, the way they're standing or the way their leaves are, right? It just seems so full of life. And as you look at it, it's also like an eye candy for you. Isn't it? It's like something that pleases you. It's pleasing just to look at. So this is bahij. One that is beautiful, joyful. The word bahja from the same root. Bahja is happiness and beauty. Liveliness and freshness. So min kulli zawjin bahij. The sky is mentioned and now the earth is mentioned. The sky, Allah has made it strong. The earth also, He has made it beautiful and strong with the mountains. Not frail, but strong. And then he, just as he has beautified the sky, he has also beautified the earth. How? With plants that bring delight just by their mere sight. Meaning just looking at them is enough to bring a smile to a person. I mean, if you think about it, why is it that we give flowers as gifts? No matter what occasion it is. You're going to visit somebody's house? Right? You're going to somebody's house for their housewarming, or let's say their party, Eid, whatever, somebody is getting married. Even if somebody dies, somebody is sick, why do we take flowers? Why? Because flowers, the color, is meant to bring a sense of joy. Isn't it? A sense of delight. مِنْ كُلِّ زَوْجٍ بَهِيجٍ In Surah Al-Ra'd, Ayah 3, Allah says, وَهُوَ الَّذِي مَدَّ الْأَرْضَ وَجَعَلَ فِيهَا رَوَاسِيَ وَأَنْهَارًا He has spread out the earth and He has placed in it mountains and rivers. وَمِنْ كُلِّ الثَّمَرَاتِ جَعَلَ فِيهَا زَوْجَيْنِ اثْنَيْنِ Then in the earth, He has also placed in it different types of fruits. All of this, Allah says, is تَبْصِرَةً Giving insight. وَذِكْرًا And a reminder. All of this has not been created in vain. The sky that you see, the earth that you see, 
that you feel, its strength you feel, its beauty that you delight in, all of this is not in vain. It is tabsira and dhikra. What is tabsira? Tabsira from basar. Basar is vision, eyes. Now tabsira, basara, alright, and from that tabsira, basara is to open someone's eyes. To open someone's eyes. Not that you go to somebody and you physically open their eyes. No. It is when you make them understand something. You make them see something. You make them grasp something. Understand something. Retain something in their mind. This is tafsirah. It's like something was in front of them, they didn't notice it. They read something over and over again, but they didn't understand it. So what do you do? You go and you show them, you explain to them, you discuss with them. So what happens? It's as if you've opened their eyes. Now they get it. Now they understand. Let me give you an example. Let's say you're trying to read something in your textbook, which doesn't make sense to you. right? And you read that paragraph... You don't get it, but you know it's important. So you read it again, and it doesn't make sense to you again. And you read it multiple times, which I'm sure you've done in your life. Right? It just doesn't make any sense to you. Then what do you do? You Google it. And you find a really good video, let's say by Khan Academy or something. Right? And then you watch it. No matter how slow and boring it may be, it explains it to you. And then when you read that paragraph again, it's as if... You get it now. Why? Your eyes are open. Why? Somebody explained it to you. This is tabsira. Tabsira is basically to open someone's eyes. So these plants, these mountains, the sky, the sun, the moon, the stars, these objects are meant to open up our eyes. See it. Realize God's power. Realize His ability to resurrect. Tabsiratan. So tabsira is basically when a person is ignorant, meaning he was in jahl, he was in ignorance, and tabsira, it made him aware. It brought him knowledge and understanding. Wa dhikra, what is dhikra? Powerful reminder. When? When someone has forgotten. So what happens? There are things that we know about, but we forget them. Right? So this creation is meant to remind us of important matters when we have forgotten them. So you see, tafsira is solution to what? Ignorance. And dhikra is a solution to what? Forgetfulness. And this creation that is above us, around us, it is as it is meant, its purpose is tafsira, to open our eyes, and dhikra to remind us when we have forgotten. Yes. You know, in India, all of us were Muslims, but we knew the word Tawheed, but we really didn't understand it. Until we moved to the Middle East, and a lot of people, the Arabs there, they would tell us, look, what you're doing, going to these graves and all is shirk. And then a lot of us did understand it, but still there are so many who think that, you know, it's a different thing. What are our forefathers doing? Where they were, are they wrong? And they still stick to that, but, you know, we try to explain to them, we try to tell them, but how many of them actually get it? Yeah, that's true. And you see over here in particular, ayat kauni are mentioned, right? The signs of the creation are mentioned. The signs in the sky, the signs in the earth. And these are meant to open our eyes. 
What is necessary then? That we go look at them. Because we can learn lessons of obedience, lessons of patience. From what? From this creation also. Lessons of strength, obedience to Allah in every condition. We can learn these lessons if we just observe this creation around us. Go ahead. Assalamualaikum. I always wondered why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose specific people as prophets. So Prophet Ibrahim or Prophet Daud, and then in Surah Saad, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives the qualities as to why He chose them. And He said um, that they were ulul aidi wal abusar. They had... Um, they were granted strength and they had far-sighted vision. So because they were certain about the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it allowed for them to know, to have remembrance of the hereafter. Because the other description of them is, وَأَخْلَسْنَاهُمْ بِخَالِسَةٍ ذِكْرُ The prophets of Allah. Yes, they were chosen because of their quality of uh, remembering the home of the hereafter. Right? So, تَبْصِرَةً وَذِكْرَى Go ahead. Assalamu alaikum. Once I ask uh, Dr. Fred Hashmi about uh, how can we bring the kids closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then she tell me, uh, just let them look at the fruit and tell them look at the fruit, how different, different fruit does will bring them closer to Allah. I used to do that with my kids, she tell me. And it's true, subhanAllah, like nothing for me bring me closer to Allah like looking at the trees, looking at the flower, looking at the fruit, looking at the creation of Allah. Just when I look at them, it's just like that tree telling me, look who created me. SubhanAllah, make you cry. So it's good for us to look at the nature. Yes. But how big and strong it is and how beautiful it is and how purposeful it is. You know, when we look at the creation of Allah, we know that everything serves a purpose. Isn't it? Everything. You know, even if there's a particular leaf of a certain color, right? Or a fish has a certain type of a fin, or there's a certain bone, we know there's a purpose behind it. But when it comes to our lives, we think we're just, you know, here as product of what? Or as a result of something. Right? Whatever people want to call it, they call it. You know, Looking at the creation is something that is meant to open up our eyes and also remind us. But this is for who? لِكُلِّ عَبْدٍ مُنِيبٍ There are many people who look at the creation but their eyes are still closed. They learn about the creation but their eyes are still closed. They see it but they don't take a lesson. Who is it that takes a lesson? لِكُلِّ عَبْدٍ Munib, every servant who is Munib. Who is Munib? One who returns. But how? Frequently. When? In worship, in obedience, and in repentance. So those who are frequently returning to Allah, then every little thing is something that can open their eyes and remind them, wake them up. وَنَزَّلْنَا And we have sent down مِنَ السَّمَاءِ From the sky مَاءً مُبَارَكًا Water that is blessed. Notice the word نَزَّلْنَا Again and again. Not that it rained 1500 years ago and that's it. No. Again and again. We sent down water from the sky that is mubarak, blessed. Meaning, containing much blessing in it. Much goodness in it for the creation that it falls upon. 
فَأَنبَتْنَا بِهِ Then we caused to grow by it جَنَّاتٍ Gardens وَحَبَّ الْحَصِيدِ And also حَب Meaning grain That is الْحَصِيدِ حَصِيدِ Meaning harvested Hasid is from Hasadal and Hasid is basically harvested grain. Because you see, in order to take a grain, right, or take some grain from the crop, you can't just pick it. Right? What do you have to do? The entire crop has to be harvested. When it comes to picking fruit, then is it that the entire tree has to be cut off? No. The tree is there, only the fruit is taken. But when it comes to grain, then the entire crop has to be harvested. So, فَأَنبَتْنَا بِهِ جَنَّاتٍ وَحَبَّ الْحَصِيدِ And this حَبَّ الْحَصِيدِ, they eat and people also reserve it for later. وَالنَّخْلَ And also the date palm. Meaning as a result of this rain, what else grows? Date palm trees. And these trees, Allah says, they are بَاسِقَات Towering. Ones that are tall. Basiqat, plural of basiqah, from the word busuq. And busuq is used for the height of something. So basiqat, towering trees. Laha, for it, meaning for these trees, as in they have, tal'un nadid. Tal'un, fruit. But what fruit? Tal'r is from tulur, and tulur is to rise. You know, the, the rising of the sun, emerging of the sun, right? So tal'r is the first of the fruit that appears, that grows. So whether it is in the form of baby fruit, or it is in the form of some buds or something, that is tal'r. Meaning from the very beginning, this tal'r is nadid. What is nadid? From noon, bad, dal. Nadid is when things are arranged one over the other. One next to the other. Meaning it's not a random crowd. They're arranged together in bunches, in clusters, neatly arranged, one next to the other, one sitting on top of the other. And this is referring to the fruit. Especially the fruit of the date palm, which is the dates. That how they grow. So date palms that stand tall, but their fruit is hanging down in bunches. Allah says, رِزْقًا لِلْعِبَادِ All of this is what? As provision for the servants. Where did you get this from, O man? How did it come to you? Who provided it? Allah did. And the same one who provides this food to you after rain, Allah says, وَأَحْيَيْنَا بِهِ وَأَحْيَيْنَا And we revive. بِهِ with it, meaning with rain. بَلْدَةَ مَيْتَ A dead land. Land that is dead. Right? What happens to it? With rain. It comes back to life. It is revived. And it's amazing how land that is brown, dusty, dry, right? The dust is just flying with the wind. It turns green and luscious and lively with a single rainfall. Allah says, كَذَلِكَ الْخُرُوجِ The same, in the same way, likewise will be الْخُرُوجِ الْخُرُوجِ The exit. Meaning the resurrection. Kharaja is to go out. Meaning this is exactly how people will come out of their graves. Just as fruit comes out of the tree. Leaves come out of plants. Plants come out from mud. When? 
when rain falls at Allah's command, likewise, people will come out, they will be resurrected when Allah commands, when He will send a special rain. We learn from a hadith of Hurairah who said, the Prophet ﷺ said, basically in a hadith he mentioned about how the trumpet will be blown two times. The first time, and then the second time. And then he said that what is between the two trumpets will be 40. And somebody asked, 40 days? Right? And Abu Hurairah he was narrating this hadith. And when he's narrating the words of the Prophet ﷺ, somebody asked him, 40 days? And he said, I could not answer. He said, 40 months? I don't know. 40 what? He said, I don't know. And then Abu Hurairah added that after this period, meaning whatever that period is after that, Allah will send water from the sky. And then dead bodies will grow like plants grow. I want you to think about this. Sit alert please. Bodies will grow just as plants will grow. And he said that bodies will grow from what? From a particular bone. From a particular bone that never disintegrates. All right? Or you could understand this as that's the seed of the human body. That no matter what condition it is in, it is as if it will be brought together first and then from it, the rest of the body will emerge. I mean, if you think about it, our DNA, what is it? What is our DNA? Hmm? It's our identity, isn't it? I mean, and that DNA can be taken from where? Anywhere from the body, right? Even our saliva. Right? If somebody drinks water from a cup and that cup is taken away and, and then a DNA test is done, right? So even that much is enough to know whether this DNA belongs to this person or that person. Correct? So, كَذَلِكَ الْخُرُوجِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will resurrect people in the same way. Are they still in amazement? Are they still in denial? They shouldn't be. كَذَّبَتْ قَبْلَهُمْ Because before them, there are some people who denied also. Who? قَوْمُ نُوحٍ People of Nuh alayhi salam. Nuh alayhi salam was the first messenger. His people denied him. وَأَصْحَابُ الرَّسِّ And the people of the well. Ras. Ras is an unconstructed well. It is said that these people were... Prophet Shu'ayb alayhi salam was also sent to these people. Or it is said that they were remnants of the people of Thamud. And it is said that there was a prophet named Hamdala who was sent to them. And they killed him by burying him in the well. Or that when they denied him, they were sitting around that well and that well basically collapsed beneath them, burying them all. So Ashabul Ras, they're also mentioned in Surah Furqan Ayah 38, wa وَثَمُودَ وَأَصْحَابَ الرَّسِّ وَقُرُونًا بَيْنَ ذَلِكَ كَثِيرًا so the people of Nuh, the people of the well, Wathamud, and also the Thamud denied. Who did they deny? Prophet Salih alayhi salam. Wa'adun and Ad also denied. Prophet Hud alayhi salam. Wa Fir'aun, Fir'aun also denied. Musa and Harun alayhi salam. Wa Ikhwanu Lut and the brothers of Lut, meaning the men, because the problem was in the men of that nation. They also denied. Their Prophet Lut alayhi salam. And the list doesn't stop there. Wa ashabul aika. And the people of the forest. 
They are the people of Shu'ayb alayhi salam. As mentioned in Surah Al-Shu'ara, Ayah 176, كَذَّبَ mursaleen The people of the forest, they denied the messengers. وَقَوْمُ تُبَّعْ And the people of Tubba also denied. And remember, Tubba was the title of the kings of Yemen. Mentioned in Surah Dukhan, Ayah 37, أَهُمْ خَيْرٌ أَمْ قَوْمُ تُبَّعْ Allah says, all of these people, كُلٌ All of them, كَذَّبَ الرُّسُلَ Denied the messengers. And when they denied the messengers, as you, O people, are denying, meaning the people of the Prophet ﷺ, then what happened? فَحَقَّ وَعِيدِي Then my warning was حَقَّ حَقَّ as in due, necessary, justified. Allah gave the warning. But when people didn't pay heed to it, and they continued in their denial, then what happened? That warning was to be fulfilled. It was due, and it came into effect. Allah says, أَفَعَيِّنَا Why do they deny the hereafter anyway? What's the reason? A did fa then عَيِّنَا We fail? Did we fail? بِالْخَلْقِ الْأَوَّلِ By the first creation? Did we fail when we created this earth and its people? عَيِّنَا is from عَيْنْ يَا And we have done this word before. What it means is that when someone becomes weak and tired while doing something, so they give up. And when they give up, they're unsuccessful. So there's a combination of tiredness, weakness, and being unsuccessful. It happens with us many times. We start something, right? But then halfway through, we get tired and we just leave it unfinished. Can you think of some things in your life that you've started, but you still haven't finished them? Why? Why? You just got tired. Maybe you started cleaning your room last year and you're still not done. Why? You're tired. You can't be bothered. You know, this is our weakness. We start, we don't finish because we get tired or we run out of resources. Did Allah leave His creation incomplete? Is it that He created the creation in such a way that it's left unfinished, abandoned halfway, unfinished projects? No. أَفَعَيِّنَا بِالْخَلْقِ الْأَوَّلِ Is that what happened? No, it didn't happen. So if Allah did not get tired the first time, why do you think it's difficult for Him to create again? When He created the first time so perfectly, then He will create again. بَلْ rather, هُمْ فِي لَبَسٍ They are in confusion. مِنْ خَلْقٍ جَدِيدٍ Regarding a new creation. They are in labs. Labs is also confusion. Remember maraja we learned earlier, marij, now we learn about labs. Labs is when things are mixed in such a way that basically they lose their identity. Blended. Completely merged together. Alright? So they are in confusion regarding a new creation. They don't understand how it will happen because they don't understand who Allah is, and this is why they are in denial. In Surah Al-Rum, Ayah 27, Allah says, هُوَ الَّذِي يَبْدَأُ الْخَلْقَ ثُمَّ يُعِيدُهُ وَهُوَ أَهْوَنُ عَلَيْهِ He is the one who initiated the creation, and He will repeat it. 
and that will be easier for him. Why is it easier for him? Because if you think about it, when someone has done something the first time perfectly, then repeating it should be easier. وَهُوَ أَهْوَنُ عَلَيْهِ Alright, let's listen to the recitation of these verses. أَفَلَمْ يَنْظُرُوا إِلَى السَّمَاءِ فَوْقَهُمْ كَيْفَ بَنَيْنَاهَا كَيْفَ بَنَيْنَاهَا وَزَيَّنَّاهَا وَمَا لَهَا مِنْ فُرُوجٍ وَالْأَرْضَ مَدَدْنَاهَا